0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Men and Their Babies, Three Dads, Three Very Different Scenarios, finally up and running this
1: week. Take four, take, we got it on take four. Yeah, we got it on take yeah. four, Jesus Christ. Anyway, Adam, <laughs> Benny, hi boys, how are you doing? Hello, my name is Adam and I'm here to say <laughs> but I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. Hey, we've got Benny and Danny and me as well. It's all going really well, it's going swell. Not bad. There you go. Thanks. Adam's going to
2: guess. Adam's going to guess at the Super Bowl halftime show. Actually, uh, actually
1: <laughs> yeah, they're Dr. not Dre. paying me. They're not paying me, just like they're not paying the dancers. They're not paying me either. <laughs> but just think of the exposure. Yeah, I said so you get, get paid in middle... exposure. I do. I do. And literally, I'll be popping my Janet Jackson nipple uh, out. Unfortunately, Justin Timberlake isn't returning my calls yet. <laughs> but I have got the beardy one from NSYNC. He's you uh, he's coming in. He
0: needed to get you needed to get Joey Fatone because he had the best name because in NSYNC, he was the fat one and his last
1: name was yeah, literally Joey fat Fi- one. Joey Fatone sounds like a paint swatch. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna paint my uh, my mudroom in a beautiful sunny Joey Fatone. <laughs> Could you? It's uh, following Fa- Ball's new 90s boy band rage. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Could I? So just in Sim Blake, Joey, Fa- Joey Fatone. Who are the others? Wasn't it?
1: Wasn't one oh, of them Bass. the guy with the little brother? It was Lance Bass? Was one. Lance Bass, Nick Carter, or was he? No, he was Backstreet Boys. No, he's Backstreet Boys. Is he, he Backstreet yeah. Boys? Okay. He's the I, most I, famous Buccaneers
2: fan, other than me.
1: I, I must say I couldn't even name all but one member of E17, for example, which I think his name was Brian.
0: But I don't know. I think one of them was called Tony in E17. I think,
1: but I don't know. Tony, Brian, Nigel, Greg. and Neil. Okay, yeah,
2: there we go. That was a, It was a, a Brian sideboard, wasn't it? Was that his name?
1: He was. A, wasn't Brian the guy? Wasn't Brian the guy with like the little soul patch? And, like, the lines through his eyebrows.
0: Yeah, he was the one who did, I think, most of the singing, but he wasn't the one who made the most money. Because I remember the no, guy, Tony, was no. the songwriter, and that's where the money is, isn't it? If you own the song and the lyrics, that's you get the
1: money. Exactly. So You're getting them beautiful residuals. Yeah, so
0: the three guys in E17 made
1: fuck all money, and one the other guy made all the money. Nobody really broke up. Yeah, but Christ. just think of that exposure that literally... <laughs> like if i bring up an image of e17 in my head and i'd listen to them every christmas one of my favorite christmas songs is step yeah. is there there is the one with the patch like little <laughs> soul patch Ryan. and the big baggy like jacket yeah. on there's the other guy who is the songwriter tony who had like the slightly woolly hair and a very chav face yeah. and then the other two are essentially just voids they're like silhouettes of people. <laughs> like I, I've got the whole outfit, like the baggy, silvery white, like puffer jacket and big caper pants. But their faces are just in shadow. Yeah. <laughs> the other two guys. I have no
0: idea what they look the other like. The two guys are basically every creator wrestler or default character ever
1: on any <laughs> game where you can make yourself. They're just every default character. They're the, I haven't uploaded my profile picture to Facebook.
0: So uh, children, name. boys, I have some hashtag with a content K for you. As let's go. Yeah, as a okay. Georgia came home from, from school this week and was very excited to tell me that she had her first boyfriend.
2: Oh, Ooh.
0: I know, I know. I did try and tell. I her was you promised about, content, and I'm getting it. Yeah, I, was, I did say to her, Georgia, you understand? You've got about seven uncles you have to run this past, don't you? Before it can be confirmed <laughs> exactly. that it's okay. Obviously, we won't name any names and everything because I'm not trying to dox this poor boy. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> because you know it's I, brian for E 17 it's tony he, no it's tony it's okay he's already got all the money he, george is dating the songwriter so it's yeah. fine it's funny really because i was i was the third person to find out in the family after my mother-in-law and my wife which was <laughs> i was slightly i was slightly perturbed about because and this is maybe where the hashtag k content comes in i always wanted to have that thing with Georgia where I would feel like she could literally tell me anything she wants to. But I've now had to understand that as a young girl as a young girl turning into a teenage girl, there will be things that she just doesn't feel comfortable talking to me about. And boys will probably be one of them. Oh yeah. And now when she gets older, I would like to think, okay, that's when you know if she's like 19, 20, 21, she's like, she may be like, like, ask my advice, like, Well, what do you think a boy means when he says this, or like, what do you think about this, or something? Maybe she will, I don't know. But I thought it was quite interesting that despite the relationship me and Georgia have, and you guys know me, you know, me and Georgia are as kind of tight as anything, you know, we have a fantastic mm-hmm. oh, relationship, yeah. but there was still yeah, sure.
2: that. So, remember, brag, I said, <laughs> yeah. you definitely got a great relationship,
0: yeah. yeah, but there is still that thing of, Well, I've got a boyfriend, and I, I need to talk to my mum about it first before I talk to my dad, kind of thing, because I think she thought, "Oh God, he's going to be weird about it." Or and, and I made I made jokes about it, but I just said, "I said, are you happy? Like, are you happy?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, that's fine then. That's all I care about." I said, "I'm I'm glad you're happy," yeah. and that's all it is. I did make sure to ask a couple of silly, you know, like, "Has he got a job yet?" You know, what's he? What are his intentions? Yeah, exactly. is, that, is he clever? Exactly. What's his five
1: year plan? Yeah. Can he afford the dowry?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. can I... Nationality. Yeah, will he... How does he um... feel
2: about shotguns? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could he beat me in an arm is wrestle? What tier on our Patreon is he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> yeah.
2: So... What, Twitch, what, Twitch, uh, what Twitch channels is he sub to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many subscribers How many a has he got? profile. Yeah.
0: <laughs> has he got a YouTube channel? It's so popular, Is he? What are we talking here? <laughs> I need to know these, like, really important
1: questions, so...
2: Has he got an OnlyFans? Well, you definitely need to know. Well, actually, no, if he'd be like 11, that'd be weird. Actually, yeah, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, it would be yeah. a, let's not go asking 11-year-old
1: kids for their OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you'll get shouted at at parks by teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Luckily, he hasn't got a beard yet, so we're safe for the time being. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. But that was the that was the interesting thing I took away from it. as I think that little girls sometimes, like, they need that kind of buffer between telling their dad something because i think yeah as i've always said i do think your kids need to just be a little bit scared of you as a dad just for that kind of like i said or or one of the parents if you do that again i'll tell your mom or if you do that again i'll tell your dad As that kind of final oh god i've like
1: now i know i've messed up type thing yeah i i found that i found that with uh Sophie. Yeah. When she went through like particular things. I mean, you know, our situation is a bit different because obviously we do spend a significant amount of time apart. But always, you know, over the past, well, 10 years since me and her mum separated, we've always been very close and talked about stuff. But yeah, the this, this stuff she just isn't comfortable talking about to mm-hmm. me. And, and that to me, was a bit upsetting at first. That kind of like, oh, I thought we had the relationship, like you said, where, where we could talk about yeah. stuff. But you very quickly learn to accept it and it is just part of, you know, them becoming a person. Mm-hmm. Is They have their secrets. They have their, their parts of their life that you're not directly involved yep. in. And they have their preferences over who they speak to about certain things. Like, you know, my, my daughter's happy talking to me about her sexuality and, you know, about her period and, and things like that. And I, I feel quite blessed for that, that we are mm. at that level of comfort with each other. But there will still be things that she doesn't talk to me about. And, you, unfortunately, you've just got to like it or lump it. There's no getting around it.
0: No. No, I, I agree completely. It's a uh, one of those things that, as a as a parent, you have to, as though even though you're teaching your children things, you still you're always learning, aren't you? As a parent, you never have it figured out, you never have it completely worked out because they are their own people, yeah, and they're going to have their own thoughts and try as you might, you can't make them tell you something if they don't want to or if they feel maybe I don't need to say this yet, yeah. or because I we all all three of us would have kept things from our parents at one point or another that we Mm -hmm. just didn't want to talk to them about and even even things where looking back on it now you think i wish i just asked their advice i wish i just said to them what would you do in this situation but they would say to you what's wrong and you go nothing even though there was something probably really pissing you off or really annoyed with or i don't know probably something to do with girls, usually with me, that I, would, I was like, God, what, why is this happening? What's she thinking? What's, what am I doing here? <laughs> and I should have just said to my yeah. mum, like, why has this girl said this to me? And she would have just said, oh, maybe she's just doing this or this, and she would have told me. But no, I'd rather not. I'd rather be all... I'm like the goths in South Park. Like, no one understands me, dude. Like, no one can relate. <laughs> uh,
1: that, that's, <laughs> that's what it's like being a teenager. Yeah, though. yeah. It yeah. is, yeah. you just... You want that kind of mystery to you and to revel in that sadness maybe not consciously but you know it's a it's a coping mechanism for some people to help them wallow in that and kind of figure it out and like with the goths on south park sometimes it goes a bit too far and it becomes part of your personality yeah exactly and that's all you're known for is just being a miserable twat (laughs) (laughs) adam do you remember my goth phase at college it was very short
0: lived. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Like I have black hair, lip ring, all that kind of yep. stuff.
1: <laughs> yep. it's funny. I was I- watching too much
0: Kerrang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking the other day. I was talking. Uh, shout out again to Rick, one of our mates who we shout out all the time on the show. But me and him were talking. He, we were laughing because this was oh, this is in November at Sarah's bloody uh, birthday meal thing, and I, and he said he said that. I think I know you more than most people know you, and I was thinking, Mm. I don't know. Like he's he knew me for a certain chunk, but I was thinking then about you, Adam, and I was thinking, yeah, but Adam knew me like at college. We were because we were like super close at college, and I said so, and I was thinking so. Adam saw those different sides of me, like those, like when I said like I was just I was just thinking about my goth face, and I was thinking, oh yeah, Adam saw my goth face. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's it. Uh, your friends and your family and your loved ones will always see different versions of you. Yeah, it's so the only true. person who will truly know the true you is you. Yeah. And that that's, as a kid, oh. that's what you develop into. Around that age, you know, when you get to that, like, actually, I'm kind of in my late years of primary school, I I have got some of that freedom and independence, and you, you start to recognize you are developing into a particular type of person. Or into yourself, and you have a good idea of what your self is, and and that changes depending on who you interact with. Like the the type of person I am at work is not the type of person I'm when I'm speaking mm. to you guys. It's not the type of person I'm with my kids or with my mom. It varies hugely. Like the personality I put on when I'm streaming is very unique. For example, when I'm podcasting, it's a bit different. But like when when I'm just like sat. Like watching telly or doing like something creative it's completely different side of things and people would go oh you don't seem like the the adam i know and and that's the same with you like i i saw that part of you while you were at college rick saw a different part of you we see a different part of you together now it's it's interesting to see that evolution and especially as a parent when you see that and then realize like we just said there's bits of my child I'm just never going to know now mm. and there's a bit there's a way that they interact with me that is completely different with their friends
0: yeah that's the that's the big thing isn't it i think it's that kind of once they get out of that and i know we say this all the time but that is something you'll understand at some point benny is that they yeah. spend every single second of the day with you and then at some point they go out into nursery or to school or and then other factors, the wild. yeah, and other factors will then start to influence them. It's not just your influence, yeah. and you can try and do it as best as you can, but you then have to let those other other influences come to your child mm-hmm. or children, and start to shape how they became become like a young adult. And that's like the the weird mind fuck when when you're a parent. That kind of oh, maybe they don't want to listen to me about this point. I think my ideas are correct, but maybe they don't think it is. And I have to now mm. let them make that decision and that choice based off what they've learned or they've took in on on their on their journey yeah. of growing up type thing.
1: It's weird, especially in like the position I'm in, which it amplifies it a bit more. But I, as you'll probably know, Dan, you now get into that point where actually some of the parenting is hands off.
0: Yeah, it I is. don't
1: do the stuff that I used to do. Yeah, that's right. And that just makes you feel a bit like, oh, okay, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah and it's the little things like oh i don't need to brush their teeth i don't need to mm. like tie their shoes or wash them in the bath and then oh i don't need to help them with their homework and or we'll send them off to school on their own because they could just walk there or get the bus or bike on their own <laughs> it's like okay it's it's a slow death of being a parent
2: <laughs> i think <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind of you're kind of in the middle of like a, a parent purgatory in a minute where you don't need to do anything yes. for them anymore. But give it another twenty, thirty years, and suddenly they're going to be cleaning your teeth, and they're going to be uh, changing your clothes, <laughs> and they're going to be uh, getting new from A to B yeah. on some sort of system. It's true, oh,
1: mate. If if I get hit by the dementia that runs in my family or the strokes that run in my family, it won't be too long. <laughs> It'll be like four, five years tops. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel
0: like we're partly all the way, all the way there anyway. Already, we are just I know. it's already started. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it's the well, as I kind of mentioned before, it's the it's the development of you as a parent as well. You make such a good point, Adam, in that your parenting style changes as well. Is that now they don't need you for that particular thing? Now they need you for something else, and it's yeah. then oh well, actually now I want now I need to ask you advice about you know getting a job or getting a car or driving lessons or this or that. Yeah. Whereas you've spent all this time teaching them how to stay alive, but then once they kind of get <laughs> yeah, sad, like, the hang of that, well, now I know how to do the, that, You've dad. taught them
2: the necessary skills to live.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, they are, yeah. You have taught them the, uh, the Brian from taking you know particular set of skills. Now they have that particular set
1: of skills. Now I need to get some more skills to do the next bits in life. The Brian from E seventeen set of skills. That's what <laughs> <made next. laughs> yeah. they need next. How to look it in a white
2: puffer jacket.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Today's set of skills should be get a writing credit somewhere because that's where the money is. Don't just dance exactly. and sing. <laughs> you've got to write some stuff. <laughs> the cautionary tale of Brian of E seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, that have you ever listened to the cautionary tales podcast? It's
0: fantastic. It is. It's it so is. good. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to shout that out guy. To it's uh,
1: they're amazing. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, what was I gonna say? It, it, parenting. It kind of follows up Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is a phrase that may unlock some memories for some of you. Yeah. But the where you've got those like base needs of the main needs, I, I have are like food, shelter, warmth. Uh, and then you you are catering for those with a baby. But then it develops into like, oh, social circles and other types of skills like education. And that's what you are then doing with toddlers up to like late primary school. And then when they reach to secondary school, it's about enabling them to then develop their own meet their own needs, essentially, independently of you.
0: Yeah, that is it. That's the yeah. kind
1: of not selfish choice. It's 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 different. It's the
0: the Kind of $64,000 well, question, kind of thing. For my eldest, it is it's so literally choice, choice, It's literally yeah. Sophie's choice. What, what she
1: gets up to, yeah. yeah.
0: And I guess mine, yeah, it's Georgia's <laughs> choice and Ben's will be Freya's choice. Georgia's choice and Freya's uh, choice, yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like we said before, it's yeah, given them seen that, that knowledge. Trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I preferred actually the Georgia set
1: of books. I thought it was like, well, better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I prefer I preferred the uh, the futuristic cyberpunk setting compared to the World War Two setting. <laughs> <laughs> that's speculative fiction is much more my street.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, it I don't like different. I don't like things based in reality. Yeah, <laughs> that's boring.
1: That's boring. <laughs> fucking, shh! Oh fucking flashback! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but on, on that on that topic of meeting kind of the the social structure needs. Holly, which is the name of uh, Daisy's mum, and I are soon to be having a conversation about what happens with Daisy's schooling. Mm. Because she's at primary school, she's in the first year, but she's in an infant school. So because the schooling system in my account is a bit weird, they have some schools which are just for infants and just for juniors, rather than having them all in one school. So she's only got like one year left at this school. Uh, come september it's just that last year and then we've got to figure out where she's going and that basically means we're planning out her whole future in the next few months (laughs) to decide where she's going to go based on where holly herself might be moving probably not as much where i'm going to be moving but that needs to be taken into consideration as well for me uh But also looking at other things as well, the social aspect of that. Like, if she moves, she's not going to be at a school with all of her friends that she's got at the moment. We've got to then get her on board with the kids who are at the school she's going to. So we're looking at things like the youth groups and uh, classes in the potential areas. There's just so much to fucking look at.
2: I say there's a a lot to think about there.
1: It's crazy. Like, I was thinking, oh, I was talking to one of the mums who, uh, her daughter goes to beavers, and she's Daisy's best friend. And I was like, oh, that, that might be really cool. She could go as well. I'd be happy to take her and get it sorted out. And when I was having this conversation with Holly about whether she she should go, we were like, okay, but she goes, she's gonna make some friends, but they're not gonna be the friends that are local to where she's gonna potentially move to. So that could add like more emotional stress when we eventually have to she has to leave there and join a different place. And it's just like maybe I should just make my child like a, a neat who just stays in. Like, whatever the female version of an incel is, just getting locked up in the bedroom. She doesn't have to worry about making friends. Maybe that's easier than trying to sort all this out. Because it's already making me stress just thinking about it, let alone actually going through the process. Is it? I don't know what your guys' thoughts on this topic are, but it's stressing me out.
2: Benny, did you? You're kind move? of selling the uh, the incel life to me, though. So incel life sounds easy. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I it was starting to make me feel I wish I took that route. Yeah, it like. sounds great. <laughs> Christ,
0: Benny, did you ever move? Where do I sign? Like, did you ever move anywhere when you were younger, Benny? Anywhere further, or did you always stay in the same kind of area?
2: No, I was always in the same. I, the only time where I moved away from like this area was when I went to university up your way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the I've same. Always been around yeah, there, so a little... Again, I'm a bad, bad uh, case study in this one. Yeah, I didn't move away
1: till I was 19. And you didn't either, Adam, did you? You pretty much stayed in the same no,
2: area. No, I mean, I, I
1: changed schools at, like, well, probably would have been infant level. Yeah. Infant going into junior. But that is only because they shut my school down. They condemned it. So I had to Christ. move to a different school. But it was with everyone at that school, just moved to a new building, essentially. Right. Okay. Uh, so th- there was no real disruption there. So yeah, I I never went through any of that. I don't know what that disruption feels like, or or how you may be affected by that emotionally. I know, know, you know. She's young. She'll be resilient and she'll get through stuff. But it's been a pain in the ass getting her to settle down. Sometimes, mm-hmm. especially with the separation. To th- and cause that and because that can still affect her emotionally. Yeah. To just to get settled down and behave at school. She seems to be in a good point at the moment, but she's got was, to move at some point.
0: Yeah, I was I was wondering yeah. because I was wondering if, if there's because me and Sarah we always talk about this because the company Sarah works for has bases all over the world. And we talk yeah. about well what if to quote like the Godfather, what if they made you an offer you couldn't refuse. You know, what if it was Okay so we'd like you to go and open up this store in Sweden for for 3 years and we'll give because that's what's happened to I know you don't I think you know them but like Sarah's friends who live in Germany the offer for them to go to yeah. Germany was so they could not refuse it it was so it, down, it made yeah. so much sense to take the option because it was so beneficial for them financially just ridiculously so and I said to Sarah what would we do if they you know like if they said oh we will triple your wage or you know whatever you were and if they triple your wages that's just that's ridiculous money at that point because you're, yeah. you're so not used to that level of money, depending on whatever you were. And she said, yeah, we'd have to think about it. And I said to her, well, what about Georgia and school and everything? And she said, she said, I think this, and Sarah said, I think there's too much emphasis these days on people planning their lives around their children when it should be the other way around. And that you make the decision and the children just have to get on with it because Sarah moved mm-hmm. up here when she was eight years old. She lived in Gloucester. She was born in Gloucester and lived there till she was eight. So she was at that point where she had a best friend and you know like uh, play dates and everything, and they you know play out with each other all the time. And then Sarah's dad got a job opportunity up here that was something like two two and a half times his wage or something. So he was like, "Well, we we have to take that. I have to take that job. It's it's stupid to not do it." And Sarah's fine. Yeah. she moved up here, moved next door. To like, and then the girl next door then became Sarah's best friend at school, and she was fine, and she said, "Well, I was fine. It didn't, it didn't affect me at all." And she said, "You know, like kids, just they will just end up fitting in and meeting friends, and
2: they're resilient.
0: They are, and I think sometimes we as parents do put mm. too much of that kind of, oh God, well what happens if this happens and that? Like we sometimes you just got to do
1: it and go along with it." Yeah, you can get a lot of anxiety, and I think that that's amplified uh, with our situation, because we're aware True. she's had a lot of uh, changes and a lot of emotional impacts from the separation. Obviously, now living in two houses, I'm going to be moving house soon, so that's going to disrupt things even more. But yeah, you're right in the sense that, you know, she will cope. She's coped with all of that stuff so far. She will cope with further changes. And she's going to be moving school one way or the other. It's just, I to me, it's that kind of separation of her from those those kids she's known all of her life. Like, she went to nursery with them from, like, six months old. So, it, that she's always been friends with them. To the, I think that'll be weird for her, but again she'll get to my age and she'll look back on it and probably barely be able to remember the people's faces let alone the names it will be it'll be what it will be as much as i hate that phrase <laughs> it will just have to deal with the outcome mm. but uh, yeah i think I, th- I think it's more the logistics of it i'm i'm worried about
0: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's, you have to i mean you, you got to think about it from your own standpoint as well is that there is going to be a lot of ball ache for you and for your ex as well, isn't there? And changing around and yeah. sort... Because right now you've got a routine that's working and it's all fine and it's all settled. And you, exactly, yeah. And you and your ex have also had to go through a lot of upheaval and you've kind of settled it all down and it's all fine now, but then now you've got to go and do it all again type thing. And it's just like, oh, I don't want to have to do all this messing about and a new routine and sorting it all out again because you've kind of think, we well, have already got that yeah. sorted. So, but I think... Like I said, I think, yeah, I think Benny's right. Kids are resilient. And you hear stories all the time, like, you yeah. know, kids who live on army bases or kids whose parents well, travel it. for their work. And like, yeah, we I moved house every two or three years. We just, that was just what we did, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm in a big RAF county, so there's, there's lots That's of people true. I've spoken to my age who uh, are... <laughs> Have had parents in the RAF and have moved here from like different countries. Like they lived in England, they have moved to Germany, they've come back to a different part of England, and never had that traditional like I'm at this in this one town up until the point where I move out and I get my own mm-hmm. place. Like we us three had. Yeah, and I suppose that that's uh, what's affecting it is. I've never had that experience, so I don't know what it's like. So to me it's different and potentially therefore dangerous. (laughs) That different is bad. (laughs) Keep away from the different things.
0: Here's a question actually for Benny. Because now Mm? now you've got Freya, it does make things a bit more complicated should this opportunity arise because this was something that means Sarah talked about in regards to, you know, say Sarah's company says, we're, we're going to open this place up in America. Could you go over there for two and a half years? We'll pay you a fortune kind of thing. Is that it wasn't just Georgia at school. It was then, well, what about Sarah's mum and dad and their relationship with Georgia? Like we'd essentially be breaking that up that she wouldn't get to see them yeah. as much. Or Sarah's mm-hmm. sister. And I was thinking, Benny, like if, it, I don't know, say... Say you got a new job or something in Newcastle or something, or Scotland, or like or some company in Scotland said, Oh, Benny, like, you know, your work's great. We'd love you to come and work for us in Scotland and we'll give you X amount of pounds. You know, like silly money that you really couldn't turn yeah. down. Like <clears> you'd now have that decision of, like, well, hang on a minute, we're kind of taking Freya away from her grandparents. And the, and then the reaction that they would have was like, I'm wondering, like, how hard do you think it would be to make that decision, or would you just be like, well, I've got no choice, I have to do this because the money's too good, type thing.
2: I mean, situations like this, like I'd feel bad for my my mum and dad and for Blossom's dad, but you have got to be ruthless and look out for yourself. Look, yeah. every, especially like the ages they are now, they're retired. They'll figure out some way of coming up and visiting. I mean, knowing Blossom's yeah. dad, he will be up every other, every every other week, knowing him. <laughs> like, it wouldn't just be an odd thing like he's been around like for example he's been around our house every day this week seeing freya so i definitely think he'll find a way i like, i think i think at the end of the day like you've got to look after you you got to look after yourselves first and as freya like say this happened to me like like uh, next week like um as freya is like tiny like it'd be the easiest time to do it like the older they get like, it gets yeah. more difficult, so it needs to be, like, yeah, if it's going to exactly. happen, like, you want it to happen when they're as young as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah. I suppose the way to see it is, whatever you do, it, you are doing it to level up your child. Exactly. You, you want them to <laughs> yeah. end up in a better position than you were at that age. You know, that, that that's why you are trying to do whatever it is you're doing or yeah, making right. whatever sacrifice it is that you're making mm. and making the, the decision for them like, like you know, come back to what we talked about earlier you're at that point where you can still make decisions for them then you've always got you still have to have their interests in mind but if the decision you make means that short term issues are outweighed by the long term benefits yeah, that's what you need to go for
2: it's very on the it's very on the nose for my current situation. It is, mate, it is. That's kinda yes. what got me thinking about it. That is what got me thinking about it. It's the
0: pros and cons. The out, the longer lasting pros outweigh the short term yeah. Yeah, pros, sure. basically.
2: Oh yeah. Definitely. If, extra... if I'm if I'm on, mate. If I'm drawing a pros and cons list for what you're talking about here, the the cons would be uh grandparents can't see uh, Freya as much and it's cold. I think those are the two uh the two cons that I can <laughs> think of. But you yeah. said uh, it, it made me laugh. Adam saying about um, it's about leveling up your child. It's like the north. Yeah, you get more experience <laughs> points because it's You're a rougher say. terrain up there. Exactly. Except it's <laughs> a higher
1: level area. The
2: exactly, more north yeah. you go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Think of how yeah. much more XP Freya will get from that mission.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were going so to learn how German
2: suplex someone so much earlier.
0: <laughs> yeah. The... Um... <laughs> The long term pros would be, yeah, but now I'm fucking minted, so who cares? I'll find a way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll just get a helicopter or something. It's fine. I'm rich. Who cares? <laughs> we'll Screw your feelings. On. I have
1: money. Ten- yeah. Either a 10 year old alcoholic, you know, <laughs> spend- spending all their days on park benches, <laughs> drinking book cooked- fast, surrounded by empty bottles of white lightning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Book fast, <laughs> book fast and deep fried Mars bars. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw something this week on Twitter that I, I guess being. Uh, I guess, like a parent of a child in a, a different generation, I didn't know was a thing. Adam, have you heard, or oh, Benny, actually, because your kid's even younger? Have really, you, of you heard of gentle parenting? No. Benny? No, I can't
2: say, yeah.
0: no. oh, right,
2: okay. related to gentle Ben.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't believe you actually know what that show is. I thought that'd be way past your. Uh... <laughs> Way past your room age. He
2: was. Anyway. Uh, gentle, ben, gentle Ben was on The Simpsons once. He used to the talk show.
0: Oh yes, of uh, course. And he had
2: to like Wikipedia it. <laughs> yeah. To find what that is Gentle what Ben? What reference was?
0: mean well, <laughs> me and Adam actually yes, exactly, watched yeah. the
2: show? Like,
1: what's, what's this bear with a microphone <laughs> on its head? Yeah. I I had to explain this to to my son something similar. Who uh, was watching Family Guy, uh, and uh, in one of them the episodes they refer back to the old Incredible Hulk TV show where it shows. Uh, David Banner at the end, like, hitchhiking. Oh, walking away with his sad da, 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 music. Back on, yeah. And I had what that was. And he thought that was from the latest, like, Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe Hulk film. Oh, that's hilarious. I was like, no, mate, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it just ends with him, and he's called David for some reason. <laughs> no. The Incredible Hulk is older than 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, gentle parenting is basically, and this, I kind of love and hate this at the same time, the the basic premise is and i'm going to tldr this just treat your kid with some fucking respect that's the uh, basic like you know okay what we do basically but it's also because everything now has to have a name it's been given a name there was only a, so there's like something like right. 10 or 12 <laughs> points in gentle parenting because now everything has to have a name but it's more instead of screaming at your child because they've done something wrong Explain to them what they did wrong and why it was wrong. Like, yeah, that's just mm-hmm. basic. Yeah, just, in my opinion, sense. that's what parents should do. Don't just scream at them or, you know, don't smack them. Sit them down, talk to them, explain why this is bad. You know, what have you done wrong kind of thing. You know, parents understand that maybe they have to make some changes. It's not just my way or the highway. Sometimes, I've said before, sometimes me and Sarah will discuss something with Georgia and Georgia will say, I disagree. And then I'll say, actually, yeah, Georgia's right. I agree with Georgia. I think she's got a good point. And, you know, we do that kind of thing. The only thing about gentle parenting, the, the kind of things I kind of disagreed with was, there was two points. One was that there is no behavior that's bad. It's just you haven't learned what to do properly yet. Right. And I wasn't sure. Okay. I didn't quite agree with that because... There is some behaviour that's just bad, and I don't think you can have that kind yeah. of ah well yeah, but I didn't tell them explicitly that that was a bad thing. You know, if George just kids one day just yeah, if George yeah. just one day just picked yeah. up a cup and threw it against the wall, well, I've never told her to not do that, but she should know not to like that. bad. Know you know, you don't, you don't do that kind of thing. Mm. And the other one was most praise is shallow and unnecessary. Particularly on the outcome of of an event, which again I wasn't. Okay. I, I didn't quite agree. I agree with most of it, and I was like, oh, well, I, I do most. I think we all do most of this already without realizing it. But those were only two things I kind of thought was a bit. Yeah, I don't. I don't really agree with that. And then my other issue was was like I said was that everything has to be categorised and have a name and. When I think you can just boil it down to a lot simpler, like I said, just, hey, just don't be a dick to your kids. Be nice. Treat them mm-hmm. with
1: respect. You know, it's, it's quite... I think that's what it is like, yeah. It's quite simple. I mean, I've, I've just... Because I've never heard of it before. I've just brought up a page about it. You you parent through empathy. So you, you're aware of your child's feelings. So if they're being like, you know, a child is misbehaving, it's about understanding, well, why are they acting that way and addressing the cause of that? So, like, talking to your kid after they've had a paddy, basically, and saying, okay, well, why were you feeling that way? Respecting your kids, so actually just talking to them, basically. <laughs> understanding them, so understanding that kids don't have control over their behaviour sometimes, so being aggressive is a bit of a dick move and setting boundaries so not letting them get away with anything they want to do which is permissive parenting but setting boundaries rather than rules so i think i think that maybe meets that that one of those points that you ra- you raised it's not about like setting you can't do this you can't do that but if they act that way saying okay this this isn't the way we behave let's find out why you're behaving that way and this is what could happen if you continue to behave that way yeah definitely if you continue to beat that child up, <laughs> I, I get in trouble. Daddy goes to prison, and you're left at Fun Farm on your own. Do you want that? <laughs> That's great. And at which point they go, yes, I get to stay here forever. That's great. Thanks, Dad. And then I yeah. whale on this kid. <laughs> yeah. Teach him a lesson, Dad. I don't mind if you go to prison. I need him. I need you to teach yeah. him a lesson. But I think that is a different parenting style than what I did with my my elder kids. Like, my elder kids, I had very strict routines with them. Like, we always go to bed at this time. We always wake up at this time. We always do this and do that at these particular times. And that causes a lot of issues when, you know, your schedule goes out of whack. Like, you have to leave one of your close friend's uh, weddings <laughs> like with your <laughs> wedding because actually if we leave it another half hour she's going to be well out of routine and mm-hmm. that's just going to keep us up all night. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. But certainly with Daisy I think I've gone more to this style because that's more of her mum's parenting style. She's very mindful of like potential negative emotional impact on a child. Because she's more aware of like what's happened with her and her own upbringing, and what has left her emotional state being the way it is. And I think that's quite an important thing to do as a parent, is recognise not necessarily, these are the mistakes my parents made, but this is the stuff I don't want to happen to my child. And focus on approaching situations in a different way and it does work it really does yeah, I didn't realise there was a name for it because to me it was just I'm just not as an aggressive dick I'm not like 1950s dad yes the looming like dad step figure who's <laughs> like if I just get up and move towards my child they flinch <laughs> they scream yeah mm-hmm. oh, dad.
0: <laughs> I'm oh, looking Lord, forward to seeing
1: oh go on Benny <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing how benny and blossom do with the kind of parenting where you do have to say no to the kids and how because mm. it because like we've said before when they're a baby it's easy because everything's new and exciting and fun and oh my god you just like blew a raspberry for the first time and did this for the first time oh it's
2: perfect yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and then are... it's all uh, it's all fun and games at the minute but that's going to change yeah. at some point
0: yeah, and then there are those days where Freya's going to be toddled along and she just pulls your monitor off the desk for some reason. You're like, oh my God! Like, what's happening? She, just like,
2: what? she uh, destroys two TVs within the space of a calendar year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, shout out to our friend Rick.
1: Shout out to Rick again. His, yeah, his unfortunate TV addiction that he's developed <laughs> against his own will. Against <laughs> his own will? <laughs>
0: Oh God! I have cold sweats. But it, yeah, I, but I, but it's it's gonna. I'm, I'm super interested to see how Benny and Blossom handle it because it's always interesting. Because you then have to you. Oh yeah. Like I said, it's it's tough, Benny, because as we keep saying about it, in this episode, for some reason you have to change, and it goes from being everything's mm. like sunshine and lollipops to oh now I actually have to sort of lay down some rules and explain why things are bad, and maybe sometimes I'll tell you off and you'll cry a little bit and you feel fucking terrible Mm, you feel so bad like the first time you make your kid cry because you've had to tell them off for doing something naughty because you've told them yeah you know three or four times don't do that you can't do that and then they just keep doing it and in the end you have to like hey i told you not to do that and then they go oh my god i'm so sorry and then you just feel terrible (laughs) because you've made your kid cry all right so oh god it's all to come benny it's all to come mate
2: freya freya's at the stage now like we'll we'll count this as the, the baby update for the week where uh, she's at the stage now, where if she's got something that she shouldn't have and you take it off her, like she'll get upset, like the face will start curling up, and like the, the sobbing will begin. So I'm I'm pretty much at the start. I feel like I'm at the start of that right now. Yeah,
1: that's when you need to start explaining to her. This is why yeah. I'm taking it away from you.
2: I'll I'll make a PowerPoint presentation on the fly, but on the yeah, TV I think should
1: do. <laughs> yeah, with a, c- a couple of printouts for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take these away, read it, and then bring it back to me filled in, so I know you've actually exactly. read it, and you can answer the question. An sign, sign
1: it; yeah. it will go on your permanent record yeah.
0: <laughs> in your very important red folder that will yeah. go with you for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, then I'll sign you up for the e-learning refresher course in a year's time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so how's uh, how's Frey been this week, Benny? As we, uh, when she, when is she won? in like ten ten weeks? Or so? she is
2: one in a, in from. Three months tomorrow. Tomorrow she is nine months on the dot. She's officially now. I I, I was saying to blossom on on Tuesday. She has now been out longer than she was in. That's that's the that's the point. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because she was like five days early. Like um, I think it was. I think it was like Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Like was the the anniversary of like being out longer than she was in, and then um, is actually for. To peek behind the curtain for the people listening, Uh, we're recording on a Friday rather than on the usual Thursday. Uh, Mostly because I really didn't have the time to do it last night. And it was a good thing as well because um, Freya's like, Freya's teeth are coming thick and fast now. She's got four, she's got two bottom ones which have been, been there for a long time and they're properly out and shiny for the world. And now the top Mm. two uh, middle ones are both like fully, well, I would say fully out, but they're both all, like you can see all of them now. That's how yeah. that's that's how it's getting. So she was a, a great grumpy ass yesterday, so it was probably a good thing that we delayed for a day. But she's just getting too big. Like she she's she's supposed to be like I saw a picture of um so Ellen um Freya's best friend Oakley, well, I say best friend, so she doesn't have a clue who he is, but it's Blossom's friend, so they've been forced together to be friends. Um just <laughs> turned just turned one on the nineteenth uh, Wednesday. Uh, no sorry no not I like him yesterday yesterday and um i saw a picture of them which was back in the summer uh where freya looked i mean diddy like she would have been at that point like four months old I and mean, you should see the difference from there to now like it's crazy yeah. like she's not supposed to be this big already she's supposed to be a tiny little bit a tiny little baby for the whole time she's not allowed to grow up and become an actual person no, I said, well, she's got
1: tall parents as well. Both of you were quite tall for your genders. So well, one of us is tall. One of us is tall. The other one is not. Blossom, Blossom's, Blossom's, five,
2: Blossom's five. Blossom's five foot
1: three.
2: She's not tall. Yeah, Blossom's five three. She's taller she than is. that, isn't she? <laughs> I promise you, she is.
1: No, yeah, Blossom's short. Is she? Shorter. I, yeah, I yeah. always yeah. imaged her as being taller. No. Nah. That's because you never really see her standing up. She's always sat down when you're around. Well, that's that's <laughs> true. Yeah, she never like sits up whenever I enter a room, which I expect yeah, no. from everyone. I know. Yeah, she's
2: not very respectful <laughs> to you. I'll, I'll tell her that yeah. when we finish the
1: podcast. To, to be fair, more power to her. I'm glad <laughs> of someone who uh fights the system, even though I am the system that's
2: been. No, uh, um, Freya <laughs> is uh, due to be cursed from. Uh, blossom side of the family with shortness like every every female on blossom side and blossom side of the family and that's both the maternal side and the paternal side like, all the women on those side on those families are short the, the the blokes on those sides of the families are really tall so if we ever had a boy yeah i reckon they'll, i reckon the boy would be taller than me but not necessarily i, re- I reckon it it, it, I goes, think it, matters, it, it's it? not
1: it's not it's not gender based. Yeah, it's not gender you specific. Know, if you have a boy, it's gonna be like you. It's not like Topsy <laughs> and Tim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's gonna be a mix. So she
1: could be tall. You know,
2: I'm very doubtful of that. Especially we're getting her. Um, uh, we're doing a weight check on her on this coming Wednesday, and I'll slip the slip nurse and Fiver. Get to measure her uh, height as well. Stick that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> but she's trending. very- she, she's already already trending very low on the height on the height chart. Is sure. Yeah. I mean, it
1: it doesn't mean much at this point, though. To be honest, I would say, not not until they're up and you know toddling around, and and then they start in primary school. That's that's when it kicks in. But then you'll realise. Well, actually, I'm going to she's going to school with kids who may be born on like the 1st of September and the 31st of July Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know who are literally like an academic year apart (laughs) and everyone's going to be different
2: she's going to be one of the young ones in the year I I hated that when I went to school because I was being a July baby like I was one of the youngest in the year no she's a she's an April baby so she's definitely on the younger side so that's another yet another thing I've got to worry about when she's older (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, if, if Daisy had been list. born
1: three minutes earlier, she would be in a different school year. Oh, yeah, and she would be literally that, the right? youngest in her year. <laughs> like, her mum held on for dear life. Like, <laughs> lying there in a bed with her legs crossed to keep this baby in. <laughs>
0: And don't worry, Benny, you've got to think as well, yeah. is that at some point soon, uh, Freya's going to be old enough to put on a stretching rack and you can just
1: stretch her out that way. So you can make uh, her true. a bit taller yeah. that way. So don't yeah, worry about that. Which well, might mind. be one of these like these girls who hangs upside down on the monkey bars and you... j- just stretches herself out naturally.
0: Have you seen mm. that there's a daily advert that there's girls doing <laughs> that and they've banned it? Did you see that?
1: I know, yeah, <laughs> because, because she was eating upside down Yeah, and someone had... Swanhead... <laughs> Sort of phoned the ASA to complain that my child copied them (laughs) and my child who's like a year old copied them and nearly choked on this giant cheese triangle that they were trying to eat upside down. Upside down. I was like, well yeah, obviously. You've you've gotta practice that. You exactly. Can't just eating upside you can't down do is a one skill. Of straight away. That's a learned skill. No. Eating upside down. Unless you, you're trying to cure hiccups, in which case that's fine. True. You drink upside down.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fa- you do yes, that... the upside down eating skill is a lot better for your uh, digestion, though.
1: The worst is it. The, <laughs> well, the worst is eating upside down really better for your in your digestion. <laughs> sure. Shh, no,
2: because oh, how I've how got, is all the food going to get into your intestines? I've got a, I've got a public platform, I can say all the shit I want and no one can stop
0: <laughs> me. Eating upside down oh is better God. for your digestion, because you can never swallow it, you just choke and then spit
1: it out, so yeah, you never end then up eating anything anyway, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, child, you cannot have that kinder egg. It's, it's a hazard. And drinking That's how we weed out the weak
2: ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Drinking backwards (laughs) is the best thing for hiccups, but the issue is I can never find any monkey bars to hang off when I've got hiccups, so it's a proper pain. Like trying to run
1: around and find some monkey bars, and then when I'm like running to my local playground. (laughs) <laughs> with a cup of water, hiccuping madly. <laughs> Probably in my pyjamas still, because I couldn't get dressed, I was hiccuping too badly. Uh, the girls there swear at me, yeah, <laughs> call yeah. me a pedo. Oh God, the, hiccuping, a... the hiccuping pedo is yeah. back, run. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the hiccupedo. He's a pedo, is in a pyjamas and he's drunk. He's, hiccuping he's, got,
0: so he's got drugged water as well, he's going to make us drink
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, oh my me. God, I, I... Right, I... I recognise this might be one of these stupid trends that are an urban myth and completely fake. But I watched on TikTok today, because my children have got me into TikTok. I'm one of those parents. And it's someone... If you boil lettuce and you drink the water that comes out afterwards, it's got natural things (coughs) in it that make you sleepy. And I, I... recognized that is probably false and I'm never going to try it or research it or look any further into it other than that one TikTok. But three people on the TikTok did it and they all were sleepy. And it made me seriously consider doing it until I realized, holy fuck I'm one of those people (laughs) who will just consume a bit of media and go, that's true I will do it. I will take those horse tranquilizers that cure COVID (laughs) or whatever it is. Or
2: drink bleach. But
1: but it got me onto reading something else, which was that. Have you heard of the toy Aqua Beads? Yes. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, these are like hammer beads. Those are little beads that you put together and they melt together into like a mosaic pattern that you've made. Aqua Beads are the same principle, but you just you lay out these little beads and spray them with water.
2: Oh, yeah, I And know what you mean,
1: yeah. Th- they stick together. There was a version of those. Uh, I think released by the actual Aqua Beads company that had to be taken off the shelves because when kids swallowed them, the interaction of these chemicals
2: coating oh the God. plastic
1: beads with the <laughs> stomach acid basically turned them into roofies. <laughs>
2: and all these kids who did it
1: just like, just fell unconscious. <laughs> basically, they they ingested a child version of a date rape drug, and just knocked themselves out. Oh my God, and I couldn't believe it that something like that could happen. They're not even like a weird Chinese knockoff; they're the genuine article.
0: I think I think we can tell Benny now that Adam we've totally lost him to this TikTok stuff because he said oh, yeah. he wanted to lead the show off today with why frogs are turning people gay. And I think that's probably obvious <laughs> now hey, why this, he's been talking about that kind of thing.
1: That that is an important thing, though. If if all the chemicals released from the chem trails—they're mm. called chem trails for a reason—turn frogs gay, what's <laughs> going to happen to Kermit and Miss Piggy? <laughs> we can't have them break up. It'll disrupt the whole like flow of the Muppets. We can't. They're have essentially it. Romeo Gonzo, and Juliet. They'll be they? out on the streets. Exactly. they two. Exactly. They're two characters from different sides of the tracks. <laughs> Like, Kermit's is down and out yeah, front, one, dude. Yeah, one's Miss not like is an, 18-year-old, an, 18-year-old, an 18-year-old falling in love with a 12-year-old and then them killing each other two days later because their daddy says, no, you can't go out with my 12-year-old daughter. Yeah, fair. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'm sure that's But yeah, these, I these aqua beads... I, I'm just looking at the news article. They were called Aqua Dots, and they were a Chinese knockoff. Oh, they were manufactured in China. But basically... Yeah. The coating on them, when eaten, metabolized into literal roofies, and five hmm. kids in the U.S. and Australia went into comas, Holy non-responsive shit. comas after eating Jesus them. Price. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that? Your kid just playing with this toy, and then boom, they're down, not dead, <laughs> but just out for the
2: count. These are right. aqueducts right. where they make. Were well, these aqueducts made with, like, uh, poison dart frogs or something like that? To give them the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> made in, like, the Amazonian rainforests. That's where they were made. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Oh, anyway. Uh, a terrifying way to move on to the uh, the question of the week, Adam.
1: <laughs> yeah, give, bring okay, this show well, back some order, Adam. Yeah. Okay, well, we were talking about boundaries early and setting boundaries for your kids. But as a parent, you should probably have boundaries as well. And this... Question asks, should I read my 14-year-old daughter's diary? I know it's bad, but I feel like it can help me understand her more. Oh, God. Mm, Right? Because like we were talking, your kids have a different side to themselves. Your kids are a different person when they're not interacting with you. You don't know the true them. But in their diary, that's a version of their true. Then I would absolutely
0: read the diary. Absolutely. Oh, what you? That yeah. really surprises me. Do you know why? Oh, I don't know. For- and this, 40 years this says like more about weird
2: age to do it. Uh, I think
0: the shit I got up to when I was young that I hid from my mum. Some of that stuff was actually not not dangerous in that sense, but. Looking back on it, thinking, "Fuck, man, I was that was really dumb, like really dumb and stupid of me to do that. I should not have done that." Yeah, you know, I, I, Christ, I could have been, I, I could have really messed things up for my life and other people and everything. And I just there were so many things I just didn't tell my mum because at that age I just felt like I couldn't. I felt like she wouldn't understand. Okay. Or we always say, "Do you like, think your mum had any idea though?" No, not a clue, not a clue. Like I've said, like like me being straight edge, it all came around there. She had no idea. Look, nobody did because I hid it. And I yeah. I hid so much. I mean, maybe because she was a single mom and I felt like she couldn't cope with it or something. But there were so many things I hid from her that I I should not have in any way. Just because she would have helped me. She could have helped me in some way. See, oh, actually, yeah, Daniel, don't do that. Try and do this. And maybe it wouldn't have messed me up so much when I was younger and the, the mistakes yeah. I made and everything. Because I don't want... we all, Parents be like, I made those mistakes, Georgia, so you don't. Like, I fucked up badly, yeah. and I don't want you to fuck up. And it's only by some good grace of whatever that I got out of it and managed to make a life for myself. And I would be devastated if she did something. Now, I have to understand as well, I can't... If, if she writes something in there about a boy or something that's happened or even something like, say she was 15 or 16 or something and she tried drugs or smoking or something like that, I can't then go at her and go mental being like, oh my God, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I would just have to do it in a way of, oh, like, how's this going on? How's that going on? And try and work around to it. And then just offer my advice. You can't get all preachy and shit when you read someone's diary. But I would rather have the knowledge Even if I can't do anything about Mm. it, I at
1: least have the knowledge, just in case, that then... But then that's a a secret that you've got to carry around. Because if you read through something and you think, actually, that's not great, but it's not something I can act on. It's not something her mum could act on or anyone else. That is something she's got to sort out herself. Like, boy troubles. No, that's true. That's true. You know, she feels like uh, her boyfriend's pressuring her into sex, but she is refusing. Good for her, but then you know she is at that point where that type of stuff is happening. Yeah. Rather than just assuming it is, you now know, and you know the sordid details. You've got to carry that burden around and hide it from her and make sure that never, ever shows, because you know that would be such a betrayal of trust if it came out that you had found that information out i agree but i would rather take
0: the hit that she was pissed off at me than me not have that information because i believe and again, and i i believe that th- those things are going to happen anyway if i if i read it or not I, because we know we know what boys are like with girls. Boys at some a boy at some point will pressure my daughter for sex because that's what boys do. Yeah. I did that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was the fucking horny teenager and I walked off sex with everything. Like anything that moved, it was that, you know, because <laughs> yeah. teenage boys alike. We're like that. And I'm sure at some point i I I well I know for a fact I did. I was with a girl and she would have said, Oh, I'm not and I'd be like, Oh, come on. You know what I mean? And I know boys are gonna do that with her. I assume at some point my daughter will try drugs. I just assume she will. I assume she'll be drinking underage. Because, but it's to give her that knowledge that, and I'm not, and I can't judge her either. I can't because we've all done it. And I'm not going to be one of those parents who's like, yeah. "How could you do this? This is a disgrace." Because I did it. I'll just have to say to her, "Here's all the information I can give you. You make your own choice, and if it's an informed choice, then
1: okay." You know, we all have but that. But can't thing you with do our, that without reading her diary? Can't you do that ahead of time? You can, under the assumption that she will eventually do that. You go right. We need to have a, a talk.
0: I th- I think there's also that no, thing no, in so my no, mind is that that. Go on, Benny.
2: I was gonna say like um, you said it before about it. You didn't want to be preachy. Like I think I think that's like being preachy from the other end. Like you're being preemptively preachy rather than being preachy because you seen something in a diary. Like so you you're basically like preemptively doing it without doing it. If you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And th- yeah, but if you're going under that assumption that she's gonna do it at some point, you know she is. You might not need to know the details by like reading her diary and finding that information out. She might never do it, but surely you want to give her the the best information and education beforehand.
0: Oh yeah, in and, case and that's I will. ever
1: done, and I will. But I
0: th- do. You know what it is more than anything else is that it's that thing that keeps us all awake at night. Is that we are all dads, and we will all, and I know we all do it, and Benny will when his daughter gets to a certain age, is we all have that terror of something happening to our little girl. Because yeah. we've said a million times, the greatest threat to women is men. And I yeah. think there's that kind of... And it's its the and media blowing it all out of proportion, and it's me blowing it out of proportion. It is bears. that stupid... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's I mean, male bears. Yeah. It's that stupid... You know, like I'm, I'm consuming the media and letting it kind of dictate my life and everything. But
1: you do hear oh, no. stories we, we about. We know it. it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. The, but the, the stories but, just reaffirm the truth.
0: Yeah, but you know, like the the teenage girls who tell their parents they've got a boyfriend, and these like, but it turns out it's some guy they've met on the internet who's like forty years old, and then tries to kill them. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? I will take that hit and at some point when georgia gets to like 25 30 she's in a settled relationship i would probably i would then probably say to her do you know why I, I read your diary when you were younger because i was just <gasps> fucking terrified oh.
1: and i would oh no you wouldn't you wouldn't no, would. raise would. that no you'd you'd wait until she comes to you and asks you that question no that I would that my just child i have access to their diary what would you do dad did you ever do that with me and you'll go yes do right. it do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Ultimate power.
0: <laughs> Is that the reference? I don't get it. Is that the reference? Yeah, that's oh, the yeah, reference. I got it. Hey, hey. Well done, me. So, yeah. Yeah, I would because well I need... To, I'm I'm terrified because I know what I did. Like, you guys were at least nice. Like, I was a complete shit. And I'm not just trying to say... And it's not a cool thing either. Like I said, the fucking yeah. things I did were so... Fucking stupid and idiotic. I hate myself for it. Genuinely looking behind the curtain, I hate myself for some of the things yeah. I did. Genuinely,
1: and okay. some of the decisions I made. And I, but Georgia isn't you.
0: No, your I know. daughter
1: isn't you. I know, and her upbringing is completely different. But that so doesn't mean that that's... she will even think to follow that path. You're right. You're right. Maybe. Ah, oh, fuck. You're right. You see, you see, <laughs> you you're know, the. Uh... This is the quandary. Yeah. This is the quandary. Is my daughter? It, you, my daughter isn't me. My son isn't me. Yeah, they are completely different people. But I don't know the real them, so maybe I should have a look. So <laughs> yeah, I what we're saying, it, understand them better. Again, it's not necessarily about. I want to catch out the bad stuff they're doing. It's I. I want to know more about them. The stuff that they don't want to tell me, not necessarily because it's bad, but just because they don't want to talk to me about that. Yeah, They want to talk to the friends about that. Or they want to just write it down as a way of coping Yeah, and deal with it. And then I can understand that. And then it will probably be something I never, ever bring up. But yeah, maybe I will. Because then I can understand what my child is going through. I can understand their emotions better. And I can parent them better. As long as I never reveal the horrible, horrible truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, go on, Benny. Sorry, so, mate. I, I kind of took that over there. Go on, yeah. Benny. What would you What would you do?
2: Again, I I think personally that fourteen is a little bit too like old to be reading their diary. I think I think by that point, like they're trying to like they uh, yeah, have they're, they're properly like forged out an identity for themselves, and they're they're at the point now like with puberty with. You know, coming up with all, like, figuring out like who they are. I, I, I wouldn't want to touch it. I was, I was going to bring up that um, we, myself and Blossom. I, I mentioned on the podcast before that Blossom's best friend has got twin girls, and it's really hard to get them to open up because they're cause they're mm-hmm. like they've had like an upbringing, and we're, oh, I'm not going to go into it. It's fine. So uh, we bought them each a uh, diary, which uh, had like a, a lock on it. And we um, secretly slipped their mum a, a key for each of them, just so she, just so she could be their diary. Just because, again, they, they don't they didn't express their feelings, so it, we thought it'd be a good way for her to help. That is Machiavellian level parenting. That
1: is. This is what? the fucking Lex um. Luthor, Benny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy shit, Lex! That is, oh, that is we told, genius? <laughs> we we told the girls that like um, if you ever got like. Anything that you can't tell, that you feel like you can't tell anyone, just write it in this diary. Like, just, just, like, don't think, don't have it, have it stuck in your head. Just, like, write it down, just, just to get it out of your system, so to speak. And then, like, if then yeah, we said, like, yeah, here's the keys, mum. take them from a ride. See, see what you can, uh, oh, see what you can find. It's so, the proper. So she's got that beating heart <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. the
1: keys, like, hidden in her underwear drawer, just waiting there. A constant reminder that at any point I can breach my child's <laughs> privacy and find out the real them at any time. Oh my God.
0: Do you know what I think, actually? Do you know what I do, actually? I think I would wait to see, thinking about it now, I think I would wait to see what Georgia was like when she gets to sort of 14, 15. If things eventually come out in the wash and she's happy, not to me. If she talks to a mum or talks to her auntie or talks to her grandma, then fine about important things. But if she never says anything, I would find that too hard to be like. Well, I need to know if are you okay? What what's going on? Yeah, type thing. Yeah. You know, like if but she's you've getting-
1: also got to bear in mind, is that a reflection of your concern for her? Or your own grief over the loss of that level of parenting, that now my my daughter can't approach me for whatever reason, or doesn't want to approach me. I'm not at that level of parenting anymore. Yeah. So, am I trying to grab onto that, the last vestiges of it, while I still can?
0: I no, I don't think it's that. I I, I think I would just want to know that okay, fine, yeah, like I said, she's going to be having sex and drinking and trying drugs probably and smoking maybe and all that kind of thing. I can handle all of those things. It, but then if it got to, okay, this is now too serious, where, like I say, like, oh, hang on, she's met someone online and she's going to go meet them and she doesn't know who they yeah. are.
1: And, you know, if she is never the context ever... context of the reason behind it.
0: Yeah, if she never ever told us anything, then I would be like, well, I I have to know is... If everything's okay, because I can't, yeah. I, I would be too scared that she would just be like, ah, whatever, kind of thing, and it would lead to like an issue, or like like yeah. a, you know
1: the worst issue type thing. So, or or if there's a sudden change in her personality, yes, or, yeah. you know, some something seems to have affected her, yeah, and she is not the person that she was a short while ago, like yeah. a few months before, and you can't pressure them What's either because they just close up even no. more, don't they? It's just. Exactly. It it may just be they are just developing. Yeah, of course. It may be that she's been bullied or harassed or something like that. So from a protective point of view, I can understand that. Personally, I think I'd steer clear. I, I would steer clear unless it was that feeling of actually something is going on. I have my suspicion something's going on. You know, like like if you're in a relationship with someone and you suspected them of cheating on you, and you think, right, our relationship is different now, I'm going go to go their like their WhatsApp messages and read them mm. and find out what's going on. It's that level of thing where it's like, I have my suspicions about something, therefore I have to b- break that trust to be able to improve things and to know what's going on.
0: Yeah, we've all been there because at some point in a... And you can look at it from a, a relationship from a, a boyfriend girlfriend point of view, that t- there's a day where something just flips and then it just turns to complete dog shit. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Like what's happened here? I don't understand what's happening right now. What has happened to us? There's yeah. something odd and peculiar. And you're mm. not telling me anything.
2: Something's changed.
0: And I can't like yeah. what am I supposed to do? Just do this for the rest of my life until that's it. Like what yeah. what are we doing here? And like you say, yeah, sometimes it's horrible, but you have to make that choice between, I'm either going to break the trust that's been built here between whoever and at least get the answer so we can then sort it out, or I just have to sit in this and be miserable
1: for however long it lasts. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Whether it's a relationship or as a parent, you know. I I think, depending upon the context, yes, (laughs) you can. But if it's just for you to understand them better because you feel they don't open up as much to you, but the relationship still seems fine. If it's more that you're worried, actually, the type of parenting is different now, and I'm becoming less involved with that person, then yeah, don't do it. Because if they ever found out, you're right. that's such a breakdown to your relationship. Absolutely. And that's going to take so long to recover.
0: Yeah. If me and and Georgia were fine, and everything was still fine, and I found it, there's there's no need for me to look at it, because I'm comfortable. I'm like, yeah, she's fine. I know she's fine. I don't, you know I don't need to read and hear things I already know are probably going on anyway so why would I do that to myself but yeah if it became a shit something's really wrong here and I don't know what's happening and I need to get to the bottom of it somehow then I'd have to that's an avenue I'd have to try and sort of yeah. go down basically fuck yeah. man that was exhaust a great question exhaust your
1: opportunities yes talk exhaust to your friends. other opportunities first yeah, talk yeah. to your
0: friends ask them talk to other people yeah, teacher private investigator all that kind of stuff yeah. <laughs> who's <laughs> that guy from Arrested Development you know
1: the guy with the one arm and that's why you oh don't God, keep a yeah. diary <laughs> <laughs> just just slap an air tag on your child hide it in their like backpack and just st- stalk them using your phone just find yeah. out oh, where George they're
0: is going already- She's already got, like, she's already got bugs in all of her clothes and everything. I'm, I'm feeding her bugs, electronic bugs, weekly in her food, just in oh, case. Oh, your,
1: yours are in the clothes. <laughs> you had not done, like, one of the subdermal ones machines. With the yeah. explosive. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the back yeah. of the neck. A collar. Just in
0: case. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Mate, you, like, seriously, you could have led with that question, and it would have took up the whole episode. That's a good <laughs> that question was. That is a great question. Oh, is my It's a really good one. There that put go. us into a pretzel. Me especially, obviously. All right. There we go. Fantastic. Great stuff, boys. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Love you lots. Anything else from you, lads?
1: If you are hearing this on Saturday, the uh, 22nd of January, at 9pm GMT, I'm taking part in a charity stream on Twitch, uh, uh, being led by my good friend, Lord Beaver, which is L-O-R-D-B-E-L-V-O-I-R, the traditional Spelling Ah, of beaver uh, as in the place. He's doing a charity Among Us stream. So if you want to catch a load of old dudes and dudettes uh, playing a child's game and having a lot of fun and trying to donate, you know, reward people for funds that they've raised for charity, then do come along. Uh, If you're listening to this after that, well, tough you've missed it, but we had a really good time. I won. It was great. (laughs) There we go. I was never sus.
2: If you're listening to this podcast on Saturday, you better wish Freya a uh, happy nine month birthday. Yes Is it absolutely a birthday? nine month absolutely. birthday? I don't know. Yes. Christ Adam.
0: No yeah. no pressure on me to get this out now then, eh? <laughs> 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 you
1: know. Get editing.
0: Yeah. Editing boy. <laughs> all right, there we go. Thank you everybody. Take care. Love you lots. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Love you all, too.